Welcome back to Bravo Dog Knowledge. I'm your host, Renee Erdman. I'm a certified behavior consultant and dog trainer and own bravodog.ca. Today, we're going to talk about the best thing that you can do post-adoption. So you've adopted a dog, or are you considering adopting a dog? I run into a lot of people that post-adoption are really excited and they're really hoping to reach or help their dogs reach their full potential as quickly as possible. But there's a problem with that. (laughs) We, as humans, want things to happen quickly, and we don't take into consideration that there is a creature that has come from a situation that, one, maybe we don't know what their history is, and two, there may have been some transitions happening that have put the animal under a lot of stress. So... I think the advice of putting training and, you know, rules and boundaries and routine into place as soon as the dog gets home, I think that there are some things that we need to think about when we're doing that. Don't get me wrong, routine is very, very helpful for animals. You have to think that they're trying to navigate this new life that they have with you. And this could even be a puppy. Um, But... If you're inconsistent with your schedule with them and feeding times and walk times and things like that, that, that's not helpful. What is helpful for them to navigate their new world is when things happen at the same time every day for them, at least for a period of time. So routine is something that you do want to put into place as soon as you can. That's not a problem at all, and, and it'll help them navigate the world and be able to Um, relax a little bit. The next thing that I would recommend that you do is actually keep their world quite small as they're adjusting. So that would mean not taking them everywhere with you uh, the first, you know, couple of days that you get them, or even maybe in the first couple of weeks that you get them is you've got plenty of time for that. So just slow down and take your time so that they can get used to their environment it's I you, if, if I know you're excited. I know you want to show your dog off to everyone, but you potentially could be causing more problems because you're rushing it. So slow down. Let your dog take in their new life, and you can take them new places as the weeks go on. When you're taking them to new places, I would choose places that aren't super duper busy to start with. So not maybe taking them to the school playground or to, you know, a market or, uh, you know, a fair or something like that, not, not the best place to go. And while going to the pet store, you think they would have any, they don't have any reference what a pet store is a lot of the time if, if they're, if this is a new adoption for you or for them. Um, so this is more for the humans and taking them to the dog park. Again, this is more for the humans to feel good about having a dog. So reflecting on what's good for the animal often means not taking them to those places right away, letting them settle in, letting them acclimate to the new environment, which is just their home and you would be your smartest move. If your dog is coming from another country, then I would 
double or triple or quadruple the amount of time that they're going to need to decompress and settle in to your new life with them. Um, especially if you live in a, an urban environment, you have to think that a lot of these dogs, um, there's a language barrier, there's a cultural, uh, a complete cult- cultural difference for them. They may have negative associations with certain things because of poor social socialization, um, and negative experiences. So they're going to be dogs that need much, 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 much more time to decompress. Um, so I think keeping all of these things in mind and, and practicing patience as much as you can is going to benefit the, the long-term relationship that you have with the dog. And, and they'll actually settle in faster if you take the pressure off of them to do so. When it comes to formal training, I would actually teach your dog very few things for the first month or so. That means if you want to teach, you know, maybe hand targeting, which is a touch cue or a focus cue um, and starting to work on recall, maybe a couple of weeks in, then great. But teaching them a whole repertoire of new behaviors while they're trying to decompress and settle into their new environment is pretty unfair to the animal, in my opinion. Again, it's just a matter of time, but humans, I think we're, we're just so impatient. Um, you know, we're used to having technology at our fingertips and we can look up anything online that we want within a matter of seconds, but animals are not machines and they're not robots and they're not technology. So, Let's think about how the animal's feeling um, and and give them the opportunity to really flourish in their new environment as just a being instead of something that does something for the humans. So slow it down again and, you know, have a consistent routine for them so that they know what to expect. That's going to help them relax more as well and start slowly every week expanding their world bit by bit based on their comfort level. But that takes being observant. So watching how your dog responds to situations and their body language is really important. So if you don't understand body language or you need a little bit of a refresher, um, I do have a free course on my website, uh, bravodog.ca, and you can uh, go through that body language course if you like. But that's going to be your biggest tip off as to how your animal is feeling as you gradually expose them to new things. If you notice any kind of reactivity um, on leash or well, you likely aren't going to be taking them off leash right away. Um, If you're noticing some reactivity, don't panic. Again, do your very best to let them have the time to settle in. Um, There's a lot of stress and anxiety that you cannot observe. Um, Sometimes you can with the body language, but this can be contributing to what is going on. So, you know, panicking and then trying to fix it within, you know, weeks of having a dog you know, that's a lot of pressure for an animal. It's a lot of pressure for the human. If you have somebody that you can reach out to for some advice and tips in terms of positive reinforcement training, then absolutely do so. But a good behavior consultant is going to also let you know that, hey, 
you just got this dog, let's work on some management and prevention so that the, the behavior is not being practiced. And then we can work on a behavior change plan that isn't too hardcore all at once in your face um, for the animal because it's just too much all at once. So don't take this as me saying don't work on it or ignore it. What I am saying is, is try and minimize those reactions as much as you can while the animal decompresses, and then your behavior change program will actually be effective. Some things you might notice when you bring your dog home post-adoption would be uh, they may have digestive issues, um, and digestive issues might be in the form of them not being hungry, maybe they are really hungry, maybe their poop is not firm, um, and they're having some digestive problems because of stress and anxiety. Um, You have to think with humans when we're stressed or anxious, that can affect our digestive system as well. So I am not a vet and I'm not a nutrition specialist, but these things are normal and I think that it is smart to make sure that they're they're getting adequate nutrition. Maybe you're talking to your vet uh, about probiotics or um, essential fatty acids, seeing if those things uh, can help and knowing that that is a, a normal part of the process of them settling in. But if you have any questions, of course, please reach out to your vet. So this was just a short little podcast for today. I just want to encourage everyone to practice their patience muscles with their dogs, especially if you've just adopted a dog. Don't feel bad about keeping their world smaller than you would have anticipated. Give them time to decompress. And decompression walks, that's something to look into. Sarah Stremming brought those to light as well as... um, Jenny Efimosa of Dog Minded. So decompression walks, um, Google that and partake in those with your dog in quiet areas. That can really be a game changer for a lot of folks uh, with their dogs. So hopefully you enjoyed this short little episode and you can always find us at bravodog.ca or you can find us at, at bravodogtraining on Instagram.